Hello, ho, ho, and welcome. Bonjour, bienvenue, et joyeux Noël. This is the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me. So many podcasts out there, and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today is episode 68, a special holiday edition. Happy holidays to all of you listening. Merry Christmas. Today's episode is going to feature... Everyone from the past, present, and future. Yes, super excited for today's episode. Thank you all for another incredible year. To the amazing guests we've had and all of you, our amazing listeners. To all of those who came out to the screening of the Trail Film Festival in Vancouver, you're all the best. I appreciate the support and the love around here. So happy to be building our community together and looking forward to seeing where we go. The film festival tickets for 2024 are available now. Early bird pricing of 25 bucks, so get those before they go up January 1st. In Alberta, we're set there June 4th, 5th, and 6th in Edmonton, Calgary, and Canmore. Tickets will go on sale in the new year, so stay tuned for that. And I just wanted to thank all of our new subscribers. We're only a handful away from 1,000. Appreciate you all signing up recently. I'm really excited to hit that goal. And I'm also really excited for today's episode, which is going to be a little bit different. We have a bunch of past guests and a couple from the future, as mentioned, uh, sharing some funny or embarrassing trail stories. And of course, if we're going to do that, I should probably start with one of my own, which comes from Finless and Arm back when I ran it the first time. It was my Second 50k ever, three weeks after Squamish 50, which was obviously my first. I had a great day on the trails. I was taking my time. The Finless and Arm course is a, a really tough course, but it's so much fun. Um, Coastline does a terrific job of putting on their events. So I was having a great day on the trails, enjoying all the aid stations and the camaraderie. Last aid station, I decided I would have some uh, some Coke with the bubbles still and some watermelon and I had been having both of those things throughout the day, but neither at the same aid station. And I think just with the day being where I was at, and the bubbles, and the watermelon, it was just not a good mixture. I ended up throwing up seven or eight times in the last couple of kilometers, and the poor person ahead of me couldn't get far enough ahead to stop hearing me, because of course I'm running while I'm throwing up too, and they're like, it's so gross. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh. It was a pretty gnarly way to finish, and I see Sheena at the finish line, my wife, and I give her a big kiss, and she's happy to kiss me, and then I tell her, you know, right after about how I'd just been throwing up for the last couple kilometers, and she was totally grossed out, so not the ideal way to finish, and if you're going to do it, you probably shouldn't tell them right away what had just gone on, but... Nonetheless, that's how I had finished, and then even just to put a little chef's kiss on the story, we went home... Um, park the car and we have to cross the intersection there so we're going through the intersection and I see this gentleman walking across and he's looking at me and he's looking at Sheena and he's looking at me and I look like I just run a 50k and she came out to support me and he just he couldn't put together what the heck was going on and how we were walking together so it was just a funny day that's a, a great memory of Finless Arm for me and I'm happy to be able to kick off the show because we have so many other great stories, much better than mine, and from one end to the other, Chantal Erickson, a guest from episode 11, starts our holiday special. Enjoy, friends. 
So there was this one time I was training for my first 50K. It was a hot summer day. It was around 35 degrees out and uh, GI issues were in full effect. And I had to, I had to pull over and, uh, and do the little, uh, the little diarrhea piece. And so um, I pulled over and I had no toilet paper on me, which by the way, from this moment on, I decided to always keep toilet paper packed in my pack. Uh, but yeah, no toilet paper. So the only thing I could think of to do was to pull my pack off, take my bladder out and use the rest of my water, which I needed to run with to basically, uh, uh, bidet my butt. So yeah, that's how I got through the rest of the run. I was pretty happy. I went home to have a shower and I actually did a pretty good job. Things were looking pretty clean back there. But hey, it's amazing how you'll improvise and figure figure out a way. And from then on out, I've always packed toilet paper in my pack. I do not go without. Definitely a relatable story for plenty of us. There's a reason so many people carry TP in their packs. Uh, one thing many of us don't have in our packs, though, is a Wi-Fi or internet connection, which can make race directing for folks like episode 28 guest Cara Delwo a challenge. <laughs> My most vivid memory that's funny to me now because it all worked out in the end was when I was preparing for my Bear Mountain Trail race in May of 2023 and I was out there marking the course desperately waiting to hear back from my insurance people because there was a glitch in the insurance so I was waiting to make sure it went through for my event that was happening the next day and there's a photo of me that my friend captured that I just look back on now and laugh and I'm holding my laptop in my left hand my cell phone in my right hand, I'm trying to get service with my cell phone so that I can get internet on my laptop so that I can check my emails to see if they've answered me, as well as be able to use my cell phone so I can call them if they haven't. And it was just the most chaotic. I'm sweaty. I just finished running to mark the trails. I have so much going on. And of all things to not have finished, the insurance is surely one of the ones you don't want to have to deal with. So anyway, it all worked out, but... That's my trail story. I do love the video of Kara chasing internet. You'll have to check that out. Thank you, Kara and Artie's everywhere for making it happen. Uh, making it happen for great big group runs is something Janelle Hazlett has plenty of experience doing. However, our guest from episodes 8, 17, and 63 uh, had to start somewhere with her group runs. Oh. I created a trail running community when I, shortly after I moved to um, Vancouver, North Vancouver, um, from Alberta in 2016. Because I, you know, I there wasn't any existent trail communities at the time. And I thought it would be really a cool opportunity to gather people together around something that I love and that I know the community loves and like find friends, really. It was like a selfish way to find friends. So I created this trail community and we were, you know, as everything is like, it was building some weeks, there was like five people, some weeks there was three. We were like growing when we did big events, but like kind of small on the week to week. And I went to this free yoga thing at Mech just to do it and ended up talking to someone about my trail community um, named Nick. And, and he was new to the coast as well. And I was like, well, if you want to come out to our trail running community, like it's super fun. We run during the week, all this stuff. He's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Like send me the information and sure. That sounds fun. Um, and so I think the next week, it's a pouring rain Thursday night. I show up. Nick is the only person who shows up to my trail running community. And I was like, oh gosh, we're waiting around. And I was like, so I, 
I think it's just you and me tonight. I was like, this is, this is fantastic. Like this dude, I meet at Mac. I'm like, yeah, come out to my trail running community. I eat myself running the trails. Anyways, he's a good sport about it. It was pouring rain. And I was just like, this is like, so embarrassing. We come around this corner, it's pouring rain. And there was like a massive puddle, this like big puddle that I tried to like run around and somehow managed to like slip and literally be sitting like my whole body in this puddle. Like it wasn't a small puddle. It was like my whole body was saturated with like needles and rainy, muddy, dirt, dirty, disgusting water in this puddle. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Not only am like this poor dude has come out to my community, that's me, but now I've sat my ass in a puddle and like am completely drenched. <laughs> I'm like, feel like the biggest fool and we're laughing and like had the best time of it and then got back to the car and I was like soaking wet and I all I said was like thanks for coming to my run I um yeah we usually have lots of great people coming out I hope you come out to another one and long story short Nick has like continued to be coming to PNWT every single week and then probably a part of it was like me making a complete fool of myself on that first run and we have like good shits and giggles about it now but I'm not gonna lie I was extremely embarrassed in that moment on that day sit in some puddles and you'll make some friends guys that's all you have to do there are plenty of us that would happily sit in puddles with Janelle these days so we're all grateful for those runs and that she kept going with them uh sometimes we're in the when we're in the middle of a run we're so hell-bent on keeping going that we miss the obvious signs or markings Episode 49 guest Andrew Miller has some experience with this. From the 2015 Orcas Island 50K. So I'm 15, 16 miles into the race, and I'm coming up on a creek crossing, and Ethan Newberry is there filming the race. So maybe seeing him there threw me off a little bit, I'm not quite sure, but I failed to see that the trail continued straight to a bridge and then went left across the bridge. So I followed a little use trail straight down to the creek, and by the time I reached the creek... I realized something was wrong because I couldn't see the trail at all. So I panicked for a minute, looked across the creek, and I could see a pink flag on the other side. So I just splashed straight across the creek, clambered up the bank on the other side, and crunched through the bushes until I reached the pink flag. And at that point, I teed into the trail again. Yeah, I saw the bridge to the right. I kind of realized my mistake at that point. So I, yeah, felt pretty dumb going off course right in front of the cameraman. Andrew notes that thankfully the pictures never saw the light of day at least, but I'm sure there were some good ones on there. Uh, my good friend Janine from episode 17 has a story that sticks with her. So my story was from one of my earlier trail races that I did. So I think it was Five Peaks Alice Lake and I was running with my husband and um, we were getting really close to the finish, but my sh I noticed my shoelaces came undone. And not wanting to make a fool of myself and trip in front of everybody, and, for, and especially in front of a photographer, I um, I stopped in the side of the trail and tied my shoelaces. And Carmen's like, come on, like, we were so close. Let's just go. So it was fine. Like, I, I crossed the finish line, did not fall or anything. But now every time um, he needs to motivate me to just keep going, he always tells me to not tie my shoelaces so it was it's kind of a funny moment that stuck and turned into a motivational motivational moment i guess 
Some things just stay with us in a particular way, and that seems to be true for Janine. Someone who's had an image that stayed with her is episode 67 guest, Renee Jansen. Well, my funny story uh, actually happens there in uh, Vancouver, nearby in Port Moody. Uh, Todd, my husband, and I had come up to run one of Gary Robbins' races, Run Ridge Run, which I think that was in February. So there was lots of snow, and it was beautiful. And we were racing, and I got my period during the race, unexpected. And I didn't realize it till I stepped off the trail to uh, go to the bathroom and discovered uh, what had happened. And so used a bunch of snow to like wipe down my running tights, um, try and clean things up and walked away and looked back over my shoulder as I was walking back to the trail. And it looked, I joke, it looks like I killed a rabbit. <laughs> there was just bloody snow around now. I'm like, oh no, if someone comes upon this, scene they're gonna think something really terrible happened so, that, that that was my most embarrassing running story i think i've ever had no rabbits were harmed in that story however the same cannot be said for a buff with next week's guest tommy malasgar's story oh. me and uh fred jeffrey who's a co-race director of race say suchin or run say suchin as well as our good friend jason wright went down to race zion and both of them had planned to run they both got injured so i had the dream team crew fred took me to the local authentic mexican place the night before the race which was fantastic it was unbelievable the food was just going down like crazy it was the spot where you know, you're in the middle of a small town in Utah and you got local Mexican workers coming in for lunch. You know that that's the spot to be. So get back. And uh, Jay wasn't with us. We tell him what we did. And he was just kind of puts his eyebrows up like, ooh, I don't know if that was a good idea. And about uh, five kilometers in, I found out real quick it wasn't the best idea. And uh, I had to sacrifice uh, Gary might not uh, like this. Hopefully he doesn't hear it. Uh, had to sacrifice my wham buff. Luckily I had a backup because <laughs> that's all I had with me. So uh, there's there's a sacrificed wham buff underneath a rock out on uh, Gooseberry Mesa. So if anyone goes out to Zion next year, don't look under the rocks. <laughs> you know where the story is going once a particular cuisine is brought up, right? You also have an idea of what's coming when someone describes particular conditions. Future guest Matt Shepard, with a little help from another future guest, Kirsty Dolson, did just that. Last year, I was doing some trail clearing for Blackspur, and I'm going up the backside of the ski hill on this very little used trail. And so I've got a set of like uh, hand clippers, and I'm just clipping the smaller willows that are kind of like impeding the trail. And so I'm leaning down because I want to get them nice and low so they don't trip, uh, so that nobody's tripping on them. As I'm leaning down, cutting these branches, all of a sudden I just feel these stings on my face. And it was a hornet's nest or a bee's nest stinging, just bouncing off my face. Luckily, I was wearing safety glasses, but I ran, ran back and I came and I got 
Kiersey, and the next day we went up there to mark the trail and they got stung. You guys got stung on your bum. We were marking the trail and decided to make signs for the race that said, you know, warning bees ahead. And so when we got to the area that Shep recognized, we hammered these signs into the ground to warn everyone. So we get there and we're like, okay, three, two, one, and go. But we need to flag the trail at the same time, right? So we're sprinting through this section. And then me and the other gal that were uh, helping Shep flag that day both got stung by the bees as well. <laughs> If you're filling out your trail running bingo card, at this point, you're probably doing pretty good. Of course, we haven't talked chafing yet, so why don't we see what episode 59 guest Joanne Lee Smith said. When we were doing Chester 100 Mile Ultra, my, my buddy was having some serious problems with, with chafing in some private areas and was like, let's get to the checkpoint, really need medical help. Um, so when we got to the checkpoint, he was like <laughs> in a right mess asking for help. And as he turned to me um, and asked me a question and I was like, I am not putting cream on there for you. And everybody just, everybody just broke out laughing at the checkpoint. It was like a mass laughter. I think I misheard him and I thought he asked if I could put the cream on, um, but I was, I was very tired. I think we all have plenty of good trail running friends out there and that would be a a bridge that only a few of us would cross, I think, for others. <laughs> so a great story there. And today we're, we're going to end this episode on a slightly different note, as future guest Kirsty Dolson has a favorite story she loves to share that's a nice heartwarming way to finish this holiday episode. My friends and I had discovered that on Yates Mountain, which is above Barrier Lake in Kananaskis, Alberta, that, that there's a fire tower and we hiked up there one day to see the fire tower and then realized that there's a fire tower operator who lives at the top for, I believe, about five months or so. So I orchestrated this crazy idea because coming down from the mountain, I thought, wow, we just learned that this guy gets, I think, maybe one heli source of food that gets dropped for him. And then that's what he has. And he would have to hike all the way down the mountain and try to catch a cab into town if he was to get any other supplies. So he's basically living on the summit of a mountain for five months. And I was like, this guy needs a pizza party. And so we hiked up, there was a group of us and we walked up with four large pizzas in our arms all the way up to the top of the mountain and surprised him with this pizza party. And he was over the moon excited about it. And so I really like to share that story because I think everyone deserved the, ch the chance to have a little bit of fun in, in, a, in a different moment like that. A lovely story and a great way to finish. I hope all of you are enjoying a pizza party with family or some other kind of dinner, of course, this holiday season. A huge thank you to all of the guests who had time to share, Janelle Hazlett, Janine Avellino, Chantal Erickson, Andrew Miller, Kirsty Dolson, Matt Shepard, Renee Jansen, Kara Delwo, Tommy Mlazgar, and Joanne Lee Smith. A huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere. And until next year, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running. Oh, oh, oh.